How do people who have lost themselves, I mean, those who are really tired of living a life that the world has told them they should be living, finally start to find their own voice and live authentically? They listen in and take action towards discovering who they are originally, tuning in and following their true North Star to the life that they've always known has been calling them. It's your girl, Rafiat. But we're friends now, so you can call me Fifi or Rafi. That's cool. And welcome to FYFM. Follow your first mind podcast. And if you felt that way, then this podcast is for you. Let's jump into it. Hey, you. Welcome to FYFM. I'm super excited for this podcast today because today I'm talking about what intuition looks and feels like to me. And I cannot wait to share that with you. And so to me, intuition feels like my heart going crazy. If somebody says something or I have an idea or yeah, something just pops into my head, my heart starts to really jump jump out of my chest like it starts beating like crazy and for me that's like a warning sign you know like pay attention something is up here something is here I may not know what that is yet but something is here that I need to pay a little bit more attention to for me it also looks like answered prayers and so I know obviously what I'm praying to my Lord and my creator. And so when I see the answer in the Bible or I hear a, a passage or a sermon or I'm talking to a friend and they say something that I know, I just know there's just this knowing inside. I'm like, oh, there's my answer or there's a part of my answer. And for me, that's really important because I feel like that's how this whole journey kind of came to be. It was my intuition connecting the dots for my understanding. And I felt like through every conversation or interaction that I had with God, he was placing these little nudges in my heart. And that to me is really how I started to follow my intuition was I was realizing that, okay, all right, so this he answered here, this he answered there, and this leads to that, or this is how he used this. And that really helped me to understand my intuition and how he speaks to me through my intuition, because I also believe that intuition is my communication with God and his communication with me. So that was really, really big for me because uh, prior to giving my life back over to Christ in 2020, in the spring, I really didn't have a actual connection with God, like a personal relationship with God. I always said, yeah, you know, I, I believe in God. I don't know about religion too much, but I believe in God and I have my own spiritual relationship with God. I used to say that all the time and I find it really funny because this year he showed me what that actually looks like. And I'm really grateful for it because I feel like he just takes the time to explain to me or to real, reveal to me what I need to know in the time that I need to know it. And I also have to realize that everything, obviously, I'm not going to know. And I got to be okay with that, too. And so for me, intuition really, really is communication with me uh, through God. And so my understanding is that God is all-knowing, all-powerful, and all-loving. And so since he is all these things and everything, he has way more knowledge than I could ever have. And so 
I see it as him partaking some of that knowledge in me. And I find that really special. And I heard this analogy once and I thought it was really, really cool. Think of yourself as your phone and your phone picks up Wi-Fi. And so intuition's like Wi-Fi, right? It picks up on the signal from the internet, but the internet itself unfiltered is God. Like he's just an overload masses of, of information. Um, and I really love that analogy because it really put it into perspective everything that he knows. He is from the beginning of time until now to the future. He is outside of time. And so he knows everything there is ever to know. And so he imparts some of that with you when he needs you to do something or to guide you or to help you or to keep you from danger to protect you. So I thought it's really, for me, I think it's really cool to think of my intuition in that way because it's kind of like my accessibility, right? Like it's like my 5G network or 10G network on, you know, on fleek, you know? And I realized as the stronger connection I have with the Lord is the stronger I have my connection with my intuition. To me, that's how I understand one of the ways I'll say that I understand the health of my relationship with God is through my intuition and how he's speaking to me in this moment. And if I'm listening, right, that's gonna, that's also very important. Another way that my intuition looks and feels like to me is in alignment. And one of the biggest gifts that I got in 2020 is peace, like real genuine peace of mind, peace of being. That is what I have been missing out of my life all these years prior, I thought I was happy. I thought it was all these things, but I did not have peace with the things that I have. And now that I have peace, oh boy, ain't nobody can take that from me. <laughs> I have prayed into having my peace, my priority, and my commodity. It is literally the currency in which I live along with my time um, and my energy. And so these are things that I no longer play with because I realize that he has given them to me as a gift. And so for me, being in alignment means I'm back to my peace. When I think of alignment, I think of a quote from the Bible. And I know it's in chapter 15, guys, of John. I think it's in it's in the book of John for sure. I'm going to say chapter 15, but I'll get it right. I'll let you guys know in the notes. But essentially... It talks about how we produce fruits in our lives. And when we're in alignment, for me, it means that I am in the right position. So alignment's all about being in the right position, right? Think about your your car tires. It's the position that they are on the road, right? That's how they keep safe if they're in the right alignment. And so he talks about us as humans being the branches, Jesus Christ being the vine, and God, our creator, him being the vine dresser. And so what I gathered by that is that that's the hierarchy of things. And so as a branch, I just got to be, if you think of a branch on the tree or in a vineyard, the branches is there. It doesn't do anything extra or, you know, it's just, it just produces the, the fruit comes from the branch, which is really special. And Jesus being that vine is that connection to our creator, right? It's the thing that keeps us grounded. It's the thing that keeps us strong. It's the thing that gives us our nutrition and our, and our food. It's the one, it, it warns us. It does all the things, right? And God being our vine dresser, it prunes. It prunes away things that you don't need. And so for me, intuition is all those things in alignment. And 
pretty much the creator doing his job and pruning away things and leading me in the right directions. And so if you're not understanding what pruning means, if you're not a gardener, that's cool. I just started gardening. But essentially pruning is when you are either trying to shape something or you're taking away all the dead leaves from the plant that you're trying to grow. And so I think that's both very important. One, cutting off the the dead things, the things that you don't no longer need in your life, right? That's hindering you from really getting into alignment with yourself. So for me, that was toxic relationships. uh, That was negative talk about myself. That was dependence, really a codependence on my last relationship. It's just these things that didn't quite align with who I was. Um, And also when you think of pruning in terms of shaping you, he's literally molding you to the version of you that he knows that you are, right? You're kind of like in a rough draft sometimes and he's just cutting away, clipping, clipping and clipping away and making you the best version of yourself if you're allowing yourself to be moldable. And I feel like intuition really allows you to be moldable so you can walk into the best version of yourself and really your truest self. I think that's really important because... What I came to realize is that intuition always has your back. I mean, it knows you more than you know you. And it literally is something that will always have your best interest at heart. Um, And it will never steer you wrong, guys. It will never steer you wrong. If your intuition looks like it's about to throw you in the fire, it's because it's it's literally leading you away from either a bigger fire or saying, go through this fire, I got you, because on the other side of this fire is something even greater than you could ever imagine, right? And so sometimes you just have to go with it and trust it. Another way that my intuition looks and feels like to me is really when I'm in misalignment. So when I'm not in my peace, and for me, that looks like overwhelmed, that looks like anxiousness. That looks like really I'm operating out of a fear or I made a decision out of a fear. And sometimes it will look like is overthinking. I will think about a, a, a particular subject for a while. And that's when I can kind of realize, okay, something's off here. I don't know why I keep worrying about this. And I will start to try to either journal it out, talk to people that I trust, and really just pray about what's going on here. Where did I misstep? And for me, this week in particular, I had to look back and look at the decisions that I was making over a particular fear. And I kind of took a couple steps back and realized, okay, maybe I misinterpreted something with my intuition and giving myself grace in that. But I love the fact that I can do that, right? I have grace and and mercy that I can actually go back and look, okay, maybe I didn't quite understand what my intuition was saying there. But based on now what has happened he's giving me a little bit more clarity, right? And that's what I love about it is that you just have to take one step. Like it just wants you to, it wants to help you and it's going to guide you. And sometimes if you're like me, I love to know the details. I'm a planner. I like to vision big. um, And I want to know exactly how things are going to work out. And sometimes you just can't know all the pieces. And that was hard for me. And so I realized in this instance, I was trying to know all the pieces again. And I can't. And so therefore I was working, I was moving in a space where I was, I was feeling fearful again. And I had to really check myself and I people in my life that also checked me too. That let me know like, okay, sometimes you just have to get back to being. And guys, I think that that's the most important factor of walking in your intuition and learning your intuition is that you have to allow yourself to just be. So what do I mean by just being? Whatever moment you are in right now, just allow yourself to be in that moment. 
That's all. <laughs> I know it sounds crazy, but sometimes we're always thinking about something else, right? Our checklist, our to-do list, tasks we got to get done. We got to do this for this person, all these things. And sometimes you just have to allow yourself just to be in that moment. Sometimes it's taking a deep breath and allowing yourself to get back to this space where you are just you. Hey, you. I know you're enjoying the episode, but here's a quick word from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Fifi Glamour Beauty, specializing in 3D mink lashes, handmade, cruelty-free, and ethically sourced. Everyone deserves to experience quality products that makes them feel glamfident. We encourage confidence in oneself through a deeper understanding of faith, believing bigger than your fears, finding peace and purpose, and showing up as your glam self. Check us out on Instagram or Facebook at Fifi Glamour and use coupon code FYFM for 15% off. Now let's get back to this episode. It's too juicy. And so I wanted to share with you guys as well some of the key lessons I've learned out of this journey with understanding and following my intuition. For me, the first thing I had to realize was, do I trust myself? It's hard to listen to a voice if you don't trust that voice. I spent many years not trusting that voice anymore. So I had to really get to the bottom of my trust issues with myself um, and what that looks like. And at the bottom of it, I had to realize that I had to forgive myself for, for what I've done, what I didn't do, what has happened, what I have allowed to happen to me. And sometimes that process is ongoing. No, scratch that. That process will most likely be ongoing. And that's okay because you're human and, and memories come up and sometimes you have to forgive yourself again. But just knowing that you, if you're a believer, you know that you are already forgiven, it makes it a little bit easier <laughs> to forgive yourself. Um, and the reason why I say a little bit is because it's a journey and a process for each person and every situation. There are some situations in my life that was easy to forgive. And there are some situations in my life where I'm still having to forgive myself over. And so I want you to understand that it is a process and it's very individual for each person. Okay. The next thing I want to talk about is really being still. And this is hard in our go, go, go society. Team no sleep. You got to be doing, you got to be doing X, Y, and Z. And I think in order for you to really understand what is your voice and what do you actually think about a situation or a topic, you have to be willing to just be with yourself and think. Yeah, I know it sounds silly and you're like, what? I think all the time. And you do. But there's a difference, guys. Like there's a difference between thinking about a subject versus really asking yourself, how do I think and feel about that particular subject? Not just saying again what you've heard somebody else say. Because I used to do that a lot. I used to be like, oh yeah, I think this. When I can really point out, I actually heard it from another podcast or something else. And that's shaped my um, opinion over that particular topic, not necessarily what I actually thought about it. And so for you to get to understand your intuition, you have to get to that voice, that inner voice. Um, what did that little you say about a topic or about anything, right? Because really your intuition is you talking to you and you have to get okay with one, talking to you and two, listening to you. It's, it's, it is two different things. Like <laughs> it's two different things. I just want to kind of say that. 
The next thing I want to talk about is, I kind of touched on it before, which was, you're not going to know all the details. You know, if you are a person like me, as I said, who likes to know it all, that whole, like, forgets knowing all the details, especially when you are really committed to understanding your intuition, especially at first. It's because you are just not growing in this relationship with yourself and God. And so he's literally only going to light the path right in front of you. If you think of an old school when there was no street lights and they're using candles, you can only see what was right in front of your feet. And so therefore, that is kind of how your intuition works, especially at first, right? He will give you or he may give you long range vision or goal and tell you, okay, this is where you're going because that's what happened with me. But I did not know the in-between. I could not have imagined the rest of 2020 was the way it was. It wasn't exactly how he it wasn't at all what I thought it would. I knew my purpose back in May, which he shared with me. But at the time I was like, huh, really? How? And yet here we are today impacting and inspiring other people. That's what he told me I would be doing. And that's what I'm going to continue to do. And so I thank you guys all for being here and being a part of this journey with me. But I never thought then that this is how it would. So I just wanted to share that with you so you can understand that you just have to step. And he's going to use all the things that are already available to you, things you will never even assume to be available to you, to make it all happen. But if you don't stay open to allowing him to plan the next step, you're going to come up against resistance that's not needed in your life and kind of you know, make the journey longer or slower than it needs to be. One of the passages that I really held on to, especially way back then, was the story of when the Israelites, some of the Israelites were exiled into Babylon and talked about that exile time. And he basically told them to be fruitful and to multiply and to still pray over Babylon, even though, yeah, I know you guys don't want to be there. I know you guys are going to be slaves. I know all this stuff. But I'm telling you guys to pray for the prosperity of this new city you're going to be in because I carried you there. And I'm telling you guys, even until now, I'm starting to really understand that passage and really understanding that the whole idea that he carried them there, like this is all a part of his plan for the end. He won't make it clear. Right. And so for me, I really held on to that fact, even though I didn't quite understand what the next step was, but I still showed up every day and expected him to show me what, what I was to do next and whatever he did give me to do. I did that to the best of my ability because I didn't understand it. I didn't know where I was going. And I knew that, okay, if I'm going to have, like, if I'm going to do this, I have to do it well, right? I start to do it well because he's trusting me with what he's given me at this moment, right? Because I really did not think this is where it was going to be. <laughs> I'll be a hundred percent transparent there. Another thing I want to share with you is that some people are not going to understand, you know, what you're doing. And that's okay. When you decide to follow your intuition, you won't even understand what you're doing. So you cannot expect other people to understand or always support what you're doing. And that's okay because he didn't give them the vision. He gave you the vision. Let me say that again. He did not give them the vision. He gave you the vision. And so therefore you don't need other people necessarily to buy in or to support your vision you need to buy in and support your vision. And he will start adding the people who do support you along the way. He will make it very clear who is for you, who is not for you as you're going along the way. You just have to trust in that as you go. And another thing to add to that is you got to persevere because it's not always going to be easy because you won't always understand or it's most likely going to be a thing that takes you outside your comfort zone. 
And so you're going to want to give up sometimes, and that's okay. And I'll go back to that story of the Israelites that were exiled because he told them to persevere. And so at the time when I first heard the story, I just clung onto the fact that he said to persevere, just stick to it, show up daily, do what you're going to do because he gave me whatever it is right now. So urging him that if you're in a situation that you don't like, but you feel like God told you to be there, do what you got to do in it, show up in it, keep your eyes open in it because he's showing you the skills that you need for this moment in time. Not even just the skills, the people maybe you might be connecting with, the mastery that you might have. Um, Sometimes it's just the environment that he's putting you in, in that situation to see how you will move when he gives you the thing that he wants to give you. One of the things that I learned is that he is a good father. And so he doesn't want to give you the ball if you're going to fumble it. He wants to give you the ball when he knows you're going to be able to catch that thing and run towards the the touchdown line, right? So sometimes you got to stick it out in whatever you're doing in order to show him and yourself that you can carry that ball. Um, You don't even know what the ball looks like yet, (laughs) but you're showing him that, yeah, I got this because I got you and I know you got me, right? It all kind of comes down to trust. Do you trust that he's moving on your behalf and for your good? And also persevering because of timing. Things will not always work on the timing that you set up for yourself because you are expecting something by this amount of time. And one of the biggest things that I learned is that it is all in his timing. His timing is always perfect, good. And so if you're expecting, you know, if you were like me who, you know, by this age, I wanted this this particular thing or I thought my life would be this way, you know, you're going to have to learn to let that go. I'm going to be 100% honest with you. You're going to have to learn to let that go. Because you cannot control time. You can't. And if you're trying to, you're then you're trying to really work these goals out of your own strength and not out of his strength. And that's not the best place to be because it's not going to be sustainable. It's not going to be lasting like you'd want it, all right? Now, be honest. The good side is when you're able to you know, do things in his strength, then you can rest in it. Like you can literally rest in the fact that it will get done, right? Because he is so much stronger, as I said, all knowing, all powerful, all love. And so if you have that energy working with you, come on, of course you can't lose. We got to let him do the thing, which is, you know, it's difficult sometimes. And to be honest, it's, it's an ongoing thing, but you got it and he's got you. And the last thing I wanted to share about how I interpret intuition right now is that my peace, as I said earlier, my intuition is my peace, but it's really my barometer. It's how I measure things. If my peace is off or if my peace is disturbed, then I really have to start looking at what's going on here because I'm not necessarily in alignment anymore. There is this peace and this rest that comes with being in alignment that when you're off of it, you're like, okay, something is wrong here. There's like a red flag going on here. And not to say that's a bad thing. It's just telling you that something's up. And again, you need to start paying attention because life happens. I'll be hundred percent. Life happens and we get distracted. He knows that, but he's always there with you to kind of urge you back and pull you back in and, you know, help you to get back to where you need to be, to help you get back to where you need to be. And so for now, that's what I want to share about intuition. This is my foundation intuition. Though I know intuition is a lot bigger, I want to start with just this. And 
perhaps every season I'll get into a little bit more because it literally is a faculty of the mind that we do not we do not study enough, taught enough. The faculties of the mind, I believe, are the ways that God has made us in his likeness. One of the ways that God has made us in his likeness. Hence why only humans have expandable mind and the ability to create. Those are how we create things. Yes, we have our five senses and we do a lot through that. And they talk a lot about that. But so much more happens in the mind. And I'm so excited to dive on that journey and understand um, all those faculties and, and to bring that knowledge to you all. But for now, I really wanted to lay the foundation of what I feel like intuition really is, which is our communication with our creator and how he talks to just you, right? For some, it might be rumbling in your stomach. Sometimes it's a headache. It could be a multitude of things, but he knows how to talk to you and you know that feeling. So if you're feeling that feeling or if he told you something while you're listening to this, listen to it. And actually, the last thing I'm going to share about this is take action. And so... One thing I learned about intuition is that there's usually an action component. It could be something small. Sometimes it's something amazingly big, but there's a step to be taken. And so once you take that step, he knows and you know that, okay, I'm agreeing to get on the path of alignment to where you are calling me, what your plan is for me, because I know that you have higher, better bigger plan than I can ever imagine for my life. And so I want it all. I want it. And I'm saying, yes, I want some of that <laughs> or all of that. Why can't we have it all? And so thank you so much guys for listening in. I am so excited to be on this journey and understanding what my intuition is and helping you to understand what your intuition is, how you can follow your first mind to leading the best life you could ever have imagined or dreamed of. Until next time, guys. Hey you, I hope you're enjoying your week. And so I have a question for you. Take some time this week to really ask yourself, what does your intuition look like and feel like to you? It could be multiple of things. It can feel like different things. It could be dreams, gut feelings, nervousness, sometimes anxiety or overwhelm. Sometimes it's a headache. How does your intuition show itself? Maybe it's something that you just know or an answer to something. What does it look like to you? So just take some time to think about it and start to see how your intuition has been speaking to you. If this episode made you think of someone, share with them. Until next time, live life fearlessly.